Let us prove that we think our country great by striving to make it greater. And above all, let us remember, however serious the outlook, however harsh the task, the one great irreversible trend in the history of the world is on the side of liberty. And we, for all time to come, are on the same side. And welcome to the Politics Girl podcast. I'm your host, Lee McGowan. Let's get into it. Today is the last podcast before Election Day. We will have a new pod drop next week, but by then it'll be too late to convince you how essential this election is and why you and your people can't sit this one out. I started the Politics Girl project for two reasons. One, as a response to no one in my life caring about politics. And two, because I was a mom. And I could see that the country I'd voluntarily brought my child into wasn't going in the right direction. And I felt an incredible responsibility to try and fix that. The thing is, I don't have to live here. For those of you who don't know, I'm an immigrant. I was born and raised in Canada. I chose to be an American. I was living in New York City on 9-11. And like many people, that day changed my life. I lived below 14th Street. And the view from my apartment was the Twin Towers. So every day I watched the smoking rubble of what used to be my skyline and I walked by the missing signs and the posters that eventually turned into the tiles of remembrance. I was so moved by the unity I felt in the city during those days, so inspired by the patriotism of the country, I knew I had to be a part of it. I always say 9-11 made me want to be an American, but the fallout from 9-11 turned me into a Democrat. After Bush was re-elected, I knew I could never again go through an election season and not vote. So I became a citizen, and I did so fully drinking the Kool-Aid. I bought into all the American bumper stickers, the can-do attitude, the shining city on the hill, the place where anyone from anywhere can make it if they just work hard enough. But the more I paid attention, the more I understood what was really going on, the more it became clear that the country wasn't really living up to its brochure. But when I tried to talk to people about it, they either didn't care or they didn't want to know. The most common feeling was that it didn't matter that all politicians were the same, that who won was irrelevant, that things would always just be fine or they would always just be terrible, depending on who you spoke to. I started Politics Girl as a way to explain that that wasn't true, that it did matter, that democracy mattered, that being involved mattered, that who you elect matters. I don't blame people for not being interested in politics. That apathy is by design. What have we been told our whole lives to not talk about? Politics and religion. And what are the two things that caused the most problems in the history of the world? Politics and religion. We were trained to not talk about it. Most people don't even learn civics in school anymore, so we don't really know how the government even works. And then every two years, we are expected to come out and vote for things we don't really understand or have the time or resources to figure out. And who does that serve? Not us. Not the people. Not democracy. Not even the country. It serves the people in charge and the moneyed interests that put them there. So who does the government end up representing? The people in charge and the moneyed interests that put them there. So it is understandable when people check out from politics and think, why should I bother? Politicians don't care about me. Why should I care about them? Well, you should care about them because their decisions affect every part of your life. From the mundane stuff like how fast you can drive or what day your garbage is picked up to the life changing, like if we're protected during a pandemic or if we have autonomy over our own bodies. Not caring about politics doesn't mean politics doesn't affect you. It means you can't affect it. 
And that's just how the powers that be like it. So I wanted people talking about these things because the more we talk, the more we understand. And the more we understand, the more we care. And the more we care, the more we vote. And the more we vote, the more politicians are accountable to us. And when politicians are accountable to us, then we can finally demand they change things for the better. The thing is, I truly believe we can fix this country. I know we're sitting at a terrifying crossroad right now, but it's also one that is filled with opportunity. I wouldn't be doing all this work if I didn't believe we could turn this around. It doesn't have to be like this, America. The midterms are not like any other midterms. Everything you've ever heard about how midterms play out, the party in power always loses seats, young people don't vote, people aren't paying attention, that doesn't play in 2022. Mainstream media is trying to sell us on this story because it keeps people afraid and the horse race ad dollars rolling in. But we're in brand new territory, and I think it favors us the people fighting for democracy and human rights, the people who believe that the Republicans have gone too far and need to be stopped before they go even further. As I said last week, we're on a cliff's edge and we have to work together to save ourselves from destruction, to encourage people to get out to vote, not just to get the country back on track and away from Trumpism and the escalating political violence, but to stop stripping us of our human rights and to actually have the chance to be the country we keep telling people we are. We need to take responsibility for our people. We need to call our friends and family. We need to talk to everyone we can to make sure that they understand what's at stake in this election so they can go out and tell other people. And then those people can tell other people. And so on and so on and so on. It's not political ads that will save the day. It's us. It's us caring to understand and sharing that importance with others. The rising anti-Semitism. The 500% uptick of the N-word on Twitter, the assassination attempt of Nancy Pelosi, and the subsequent beating of her 82-year-old husband in their own home, the Republican candidates running on election denial and hate speech, the extremist Marjorie Taylor Greene, now on the short list for Trump's 2024 vice president, actively calling for the jailing of political enemies who don't believe her version of the truth, Mike Pence saying that no one has freedom from religion. This is real. This is what's happening in America, and you can't sit it out. You have to pick a side. The Republicans have chosen the side of insurrection and violence, the side of white Christian nationalism. They've chosen the side of voter suppression and incompetent, unfit candidates. They've chosen to strip 50% of the population of their rights, and they won't stop until only the people they deem worthy have any rights at all. You need to decide if you are for or against that. And you need to remember as Desmond Tutu taught us, that if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. Look, I'm not an optimist or a pessimist. I've always been a realist. I believe in seeing situations as they are. The glass is neither half full nor half empty. There is room for more liquid, or we can dump it out and use the glass for something else. Ultimately, I'm someone who believes in solutions, in accomplishing things, and I believe we can be doing so much better than this. I sincerely believe we can live in a better world, that there are more good people than bad. I believe people have been scared into behaving like monsters because it serves the goals of the people scaring them. I believe government did a bad job for such a long time that we no longer recognize when they're doing a good job. I believe there's a better way to be American, a way that looks out for everyone, that acknowledges our shared humanity and hopes for our shared success. A place where we really are brave and free but also educated and motivated, 
where hard work does pay off and there isn't a different justice system for different people. I believe in an America that would lead the world again, not in percentage of people in prison, but in innovation and aspiration, in climate initiatives and green energy and new jobs, where people could trust what we say again because we chose humility over arrogance and the good of humanity over ourselves. I'm no Pollyanna. I know there will always be people who will get more. But I want to live in a country where everyone has enough. Where people, no matter who they are or what they look like or who they love, are treated with respect. I want to live in peace. I don't want to worry about our children dying in a spray of bullets in school or being eviscerated in a nuclear holocaust or dying slowly from starvation or poisoned water and air on an inhospitable planet. People feel discouraged because they look around and things are discouraging. And I understand it feels easier to give up than to fight. To just say, oh well, we're fucked, what can you do? We had a good run. Than it is to say, oh God, we're fucked, what can we do? We gotta fix this. But a better world is possible if we are willing to put in the work. The reality is the fire is already raging. The question is, do we let it engulf us or do we care enough to put in the effort to stop it? If we carry on like this, we're done. And I don't think we came this far as a country, as a species even, to be undone by a small group of selfish, self-serving people who can't get enough. Really? We're going to abandon American democracy and kill this stunning planet and all the life forms on it for the greed of the ultra-rich, the piety of the hyper-religious, or the apathy of the masses? No, I reject that reality, and I will work my heart out until it is over to try and carve a better path. Not because I'm optimistic, but because it's possible. I want to thank you for joining me today and for caring enough about democracy to be here. Now go out and vote for a brighter future and take 10 people with you. Until next week, PG out. The Politics Girl podcast is written and performed by me, Lee McGowan, in partnership with the Midas Media Network and produced and edited by Happy Warrior Entertainment. All rights reserved.